yep got it so um, we're just gonna go for about 40 45 minutes um, I do not have an ad break in between I did not design this particular episode for that but I may have just a couple of stuff to show you in between that you would be familiar with that I would ask comments for if there are any questions and comments from the audience we take them as well so let me begin by doing my taped introduction and then we're going to come back live in the studio and converse hang in there joe Yeah, and we are live in the breakout room, folks. And Master Life by Design, Joe Muffet, is also in the house. Welcome to the show, Joe. How are you, my friend? How are you doing today? I'm doing outstanding. Excited to be here with everyone. Thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks for coming on, Joe. Thanks for agreeing to be on the show. I'm looking at your information here, and I'm a bit overwhelmed. Uh, seems to me that you're doing almost everything, Joe. You are an entrepreneur real estate investor, co-best-selling author. You need to unmute your mic. Uh, you work with Tony Robbins and you're a mindset coach for high performers. But tell us, when did life really start for Joe Muffet? How far back can you go down memory lane? Oh, how far back do you want me to go is the question. <laughs> As a teen, maybe. Um, what's that? As a teen, maybe. The earlier the years, the earlier years. Yeah, so I grew up in uh, right outside of Philadelphia in a small town in New Jersey. And, you know, I was one of those guys that I didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up, right? I wasn't the cool kid initially um, when I was, you know, maybe fifth grade and on all the way up to high school. Um, when I got involved in sports, that's where I found my passion. That's where I found my love. I love just the, the ability to work on my skill set, my craft. And I remember basketball was my game, you know? And so I remember waking up 5.30 in the morning because I knew the janitors over the summer would get there around 6 a.m. to get the school ready. And I'd sneak in right after them and then playing basketball all day. And that's where I found my work ethic. Um, I've, I learned it from my dad, but I really found my work ethic uh, that in the summers playing basketball all day in the court working on myself. And so um, 
so anyway, from there, it was just like, as I started developing and loving sports, I realized that wasn't my future. Obviously I'm 5'10". I, I don't have a great vertical. So, uh, I felt like I was kind of limited and I found the United States Marine Corps, uh, as I was a soft, a senior in high school. And I just fell in love with the thought of serving my country, doing something hard and seeing what I could see around the world and, yeah. you know, what could come of that. So that was kind of the beginning of my journey uh, from there. Okay, great. Thanks for sharing. You didn't want to be another spot web. You didn't want to make that extra effort. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I, I, get I need it. a little bit more vertical. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. So. When did you get into the idea of coaching and the different stuff that you're doing at Master Life by Design? When did that begin to happen? When did that take place as a reality in your life? Yeah, it was right. when I transitioned out of the Marine Corps, I met a really good friend of mine. He became one of my best friends, one of my groomsmen in my wedding, and he introduced me to network marketing. And at that time, I had no clue what that was, mm -hmm. but I did see it as a vehicle to expand and create wealth for my family and myself. Yeah. And at the time I was 23, but in all actuality, I got birthed into the personal development world. See, okay. I don't know about everyone else watching today, but I never grew up with books like Thinking Grow Rich and The Magic of Thinking Big. I never, I never heard of those books before. Right. And so I started just inhaling this content from some of the greatest minds of, in the history of our world. And so that led me to wanting to pour that into other people on my business team. And I realized that the more I helped them, the more money I would make. But over time, what I would do is I'd find myself pouring into these people till two, three o'clock in the morning, mm. only to find them two weeks later quitting on their own dreams. Why, and why, so, why? yeah. And so after a while, I was just like, you know, there's got to be something better where I'm not babysitting people. And I was actually in business with Tony Robbins' son, Jarek. And I was at his birthday party. I met a friend of his, I, you know, a typical, hey, what do you do for a living? And he's like, I'm a coach for Tony Robbins. And I said, no way. That's what I want to do. I want to be able to help people more on a professional level. Right. So long story short, he made a couple of introductions. I did what I had to do. And I eventually got invited to be part of the Tony Robbins coaching team, where I spent almost a decade there learning all the tools, the skill sets. And as I started to progress and feel more confident in my ability to help people transform and get their outcomes in their life, I decided it's time to go on my own. So I birthed Master Life by Design and we've been running ever since. So Great. it's been a fun journey. Wonderful. Thanks for sharing, Drew. How would you, in your own words, help people to understand what a mindset coach does and the challenges that a mindset coach would face in dealing with a high performer, like a high performer athlete, an artist, an actor, as the case might be. How would you describe it to them? Mindset coaching, performance coaching is really about helping people take those invisible forces that stop them from really achieving at the mm -hmm. high level or the yeah. outcomes that they're after. We right. all have these invisible roadblocks, right? And depending on what the individual is looking to achieve, I'm always looking at what's, why do they have the parking brake on? What okay. is that? 
usually it's not a matter of strategy. They're usually really good at what they do, but what's that invisible force in the, their psyche, their psychology mm -hmm. that really holds them back. Yeah. And when we can identify that and remove it, that's where their performance actually increases or their business explodes. So, yeah. Yeah. And you have done over 22,000 peak performance calls. That's a lot, Joe. What does, it take? what does it take out of you? <laughs> well, I will say when you're in the Tony Robbins coaching world, there's uh -huh. no shortage of clients. And I remember I was, I had a hundred clients at one point I was coaching two to three times a month. Mm -hmm. So you really get some time really yeah. understanding what people are going through you start seeing the patterns that people have and looking and seeing that there's different tools and approaches you can use to solve that same problem for that individual and help them so okay. it's it was a really good opportunity to get time in the saddle to get those ten thousand hours um to really become a master in what i do so yeah yeah it, it's Great. been fun it's been a long journey though intriguing glad to know you enjoy it is there a yeah. spiritual aspect to what you do, Joe, with regards to the mindset coaching? I, you know, I really don't bring my belief systems in. I am, you know, I am a Christian. I do believe in God and, and give all the honor and glory to God. However, everyone comes in with a different belief system and background. And so what I like to do is just really honor what they, where they are and be able to kind of match and mirror the language for them. I know my truth and for them, they know their truth. So we kind of just leave that at the table or at the doorstep, should I say? And it's really about helping them find out what's going to help them get to that next level. So, yeah. 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 Great. But for your personal life and your personal growth and development as an individual, as a family man, how has that spiritual aspect been of a support and a strength for you? Has it made a real difference in your life? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're all, for me, I'm always leaning on God because... You know, there's times where things get tough. You, you yeah. know, everyone has these moments in our life where we question, am I doing the right thing? Am I going down the right path? You know, yeah. where challenges are hitting from every which angle and you feel like you're getting buried under the pressure. And it's like, where do you lean on? And for me, you know, you know, God's my rock, right? Like that, that's the God's word for me keeps me moving forward. And, you know, and so it, it says in the word that, you know, um, through faith he is pleased right and so I just yeah, remember yeah. that i have this goal i wouldn't be able to i wouldn't have had it if it wasn't for him and so i'm walking on faith even when it's difficult because that's going to please God. that's what for me that's what works best yeah wonderful great i endorse that thanks for sharing joe now in terms of the covid19 scenario how was it for you guys in conducting business were there any challenges that you had to deal with and I mean, even now we could consider it as post COVID. What are some of the challenges coming out of that era that people are coming to you for with regards to the right mindset to deal with some of the challenges that they would have encountered during that COVID scenario? Yeah, there's, there's a lot of different angles to play on that, but going through COVID, it was actually a really great thing for our business because yeah. it gave people time to think 
think. It gave people time to really get into that creation mode. See, most of the time when life is normal post-COVID, our wheels are going and spinning. We're going in so many different directions, and we don't always have time to stop, slow down, and to think and to process and to be creative and tap into that. And so during COVID, it gave a lot of these people that I work with time to think. Mm -hmm. And so it was actually a really great time because people were coming. They had so many great ideas on how they could accelerate different areas of their life or business or whatever it may be. And so business was booming. And now post-COVID, it's now, okay, we have all these great ideas. We have the freedom to get back to this normalcy of life. And so how do we take that and actually implement that? And when we do implement that, what are the challenges, the roadblocks that weren't anticipated? How do we overcome them? Right. Okay. What are the challenges around that? Yeah. Um, yeah. So now lately, what I've seen is more people in the process of how do I accelerate versus, you know, hey, I have all these roadblocks. They come up because at every new level, there's a new devil. Right. But it's all about acceleration like right now for my I clients. I like that. At every new level, there's a new devil. That's a first. That's an original. <laughs> Yeah, I, mm -hmm. I get you, Joe. Thanks for sharing. So based on that, I want to show you something quickly, um, just on the minute, and I want to get your comments. So I'm going to come off here now and show it to you. All right. Okay. Okay, Joe. I want to get your comments on that. I don't know when that was taken, but we just found that in our research. And I'm thinking, is that advice song for now as it was when the time that you did it? And how can folks really make a difference in terms of possibly not just getting into real estate, but taking an idea that they actually have and creating some level of income or business out of it? Yeah, that's a really good question. And look, whenever you're starting a business or you're starting something new, getting something off the ground, yeah. um, or you're taking new ground, new territory in a, in a marketplace, um, it's a challenge. It takes energy. It's You're going to have to wear many different hats. Yeah. And so one of the biggest things that I always tell people when you're, when you're looking to create your path to financial freedom, the best thing you can do is even if you have this great idea is become a master in something, mm -hmm. master your craft. Yeah. Um, I know I said real estate's very powerful vehicle and it is, it's, it's generated more multimillionaires and people that are financially free than any other industry out there in the world. However, you know, 
just learning how to do marketing could becoming a master at marketing. You could literally take any product in any industry and make a ton of money from it. But you have to master something, whether you have an idea, like I, when I started thinking about professional coaching, yeah. I was at a turning point where I had friends around me. They were doing, they were doing home uh, sales, energy upgrade sales. They were making 10, 20 grand a month. Yeah. And I was like, should I can, should I do that? Or should I try, you know, the, this coaching thing? Yeah. And I decided that based on my goals and my outcomes, I needed to become a master in coaching because that would get me to where I wanted to be a lot faster than all my friends that were doing sales. And they didn't master it. It was a hobby for them. And therefore they're not doing it today. And they're starting over in other fields that don't allow them to produce the financial freedom that they want as quickly as they want. Yeah. Um, thanks for sharing, Joe. I want to go back to the mindset stuff uh, a little bit. Uh, in our profession, we deal with something that is called limiting beliefs. And <laughs> most times folks don't realize that this is one of the greatest challenges and stumbling blocks to people making better decisions or better choices. In, in, your, in your career, for the time that you've been doing this stuff, how many of the people that you have had to deal with had that challenge that specific challenge things from the past culture religion society that kind of influence limiting beliefs and how did you deal with it yeah you're, you're spot on you know our lives are controlled by our values and our belief systems um our beliefs are cultivated as we are growing up zero to seven they are we are an unconscious mind walking. I have two boys, four and two, and everything yeah. we say, everything we do is programming their unconscious mind at this point. Right. And so, um, so the, your, who you grew up with, where you went to school, your, you know, the belief systems in your community, um, the social aspects, they all play a role in your development. And unfortunately, a lot of times, you know, people have, a lot of people have grown up in some rather poor conditions yeah, with beliefs, yeah. should I say, or at least the belief systems, mm -hmm. you could be, you could be in a, a family that's a multi, they have millions and millions of dollars, but mindset is actually poor. Yeah. Right. And so anyway, these, you know, these are some of the ways that we've grown up and we've taken on beliefs from our, our family, our loved ones, our community that don't serve us. And so what, we do is we walk through life with them and i can't tell you and you know this right but for everyone else listening like that i hear limitations all day long from people on what's possible what's not possible what they can do what they can't do who they can be who they can't be and so it's really about helping them break down because i think of it tony robbins explains the best a belief is like a tabletop Right. And what we do is we have all these references as legs that support mm -hmm. this belief, this limiting belief. Yeah. And as a performance coach, if we can help eliminate the, that reference on that leg of the, or that leg on the table, it'll come crashing down yeah. and we can start to cultivate a new belief that's in more support of where you're going. And a lot of times the belief systems that got people to a certain level in life or business are the exact belief systems that are holding them back from going to the next level. Yeah. And so we, we really want to work on that with people. And if you're watching on this, you, you know, you want to take inventory of your own limiting beliefs of what are your belief systems? And is that true? Because most people, they don't question their own beliefs. They just hold it as true because of how they grew up. Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks for sharing, Joe. Uh, you, are you still in, uh, 
Is it South Jersey? No, when I was in the Marine Corps, I got stationed out in San Diego, California, uh -huh. and I met my wife in California. And when we wanted to start a family, we moved out to the Boise, Idaho area. So we're out in the Boise okay. area right now. Okay, great. And the reason why I ask that, Joe, is because um, some of the positive stuff that you're, you're, you're speaking to us with is exactly some of the foundations that we need to have for our youths, the young people. Um, you know, at times they are very fickle and sometimes they're easy to be led in certain directions. Are you currently doing any work with any young people in your area? Are you seeing anyone that you can be a mentor to or any of those nonprofit foundations or even uh, some of the junior highs? Are you doing any programs with them with regards to mindset and having that positive attitude towards life and making good choices and so on? You know, that's a really good question. And um, and the way I think about that, because there's so many areas that we could give our time to, um, one of the things for me is I like to work with the leaders and influencers that can make an impact, that have the bigger audience that can make an impact on those kids. The greatest thing that I can do is two things. Number one, be the best example I can be personally work on me, right? Like, yeah. and just be a walking light for everyone that I come in contact with. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. You know, I say silly things at times. I do the wrong thing sometimes. I think that's normal for everyone, right? No one's perfect. Yeah. Number two is raise my boys to have a mindset that I believe would support them in navigating this ever-changing world. There's so much information out there. There's so many things that are changing within politics and other people's belief systems. And it's like, if I can raise my boys as an example of holding a solid mindset in what we believe is true and not judging other people for what they believe in, um, but hold true to their knowing and their truth, then I feel like I'm doing my job. And then I'm building my audience and people follow me on YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that. But I, I can only be the best example I can be and hope to influence them. There's other people I believe God's called them to youth and to be able to speak to that. I don't feel like that's my call. I believe right now I'm here to help the influencers that do have that calling. Okay, great. Thanks for sharing, Joe. But when it comes to dealing with your own personal challenges, uh, how do you create that balance between your work life, uh, family life, and all the other things that surround, uh, I mean, like balancing your time, the social uh, challenges that you may face from time to time. How do you create that balance, Joe? Yeah, you know, I, I want to be careful as I say this. I've, <laughs> for years, I've tried to balance life. And what uh -huh. I found is, um, I found that it was really challenging, if not impossible to do it. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then if you think about balance, you know, even if you got everything within balance, like if you yeah. think of a seesaw and it's balance, it's yeah. pretty boring. Right. <laughs> and so what I've learned to do is instead of trying to fight life and, and business and family is instead of balancing it all, it's actually living within the harmony of oh, life. Right. Okay. And so, you know, it's like, we wake up, you know, 
I got my boy, my oldest, I got to get ready for school. I take him to school. I come back, our nanny's here. So I'm like, okay, that's my time to really focus on my business and what we're doing and making an impact. And then, you know, hey, when our nanny leaves, it's time to pick up my oldest. My youngest comes with me. And then it's family time. Well, it's bedtime. And then if me and my wife, it's time for us to connect. Their day go to bed. But if she's like, hey, I got my business stuff I want to work on, I I can jump back in here. So it's not something that's always set. There is a, a, a cycle and a rhythm to our life, but I try to stay within that harmony. Um, and if I need to adjust, I adjust, right? I just, I don't put pressure on myself to say, I got to be doing this. So okay. that's my, my two cents there. Yeah. Great. Wonderful. Thanks for sharing, Joe. Is there some kind of book or memoir in the making for the future for Joe Muffet? That's a really good question. <laughs> um, I'm all about being efficient. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if I have the patience to really stop and, and write a full book. I may one day. Um, however, what I could see happening is hiring someone to mm -hmm. take all the content that I've created and that I am creating, yeah. you know, transcribing all of it and organizing it into a kind of a pro a systematic, um, process that could help people, uh, go to that next level or shift the way they think or the way they perform. I think that would probably be my best bet. And if I did had to write a book, I'd probably just record it on like something uh, like this and talk through it and have yeah. someone kind of put it together for me, yeah. but we'll see, you know, maybe in the future. Yeah yeah anything is possible okay great thanks for sharing joe in terms of yeah. the the passive income is there any specific uh platform that you would recommend for folks who want to get involved in doing passive income that's a really good question there you know right now where i'm primarily focused because of the market that um, we're in at this moment in time depending on when people watch this in the future it might not still be this way however creative financing is a really interesting way you can jump in um, you could partner with someone and be able to generate leads for someone and create financial terms that are creative so that you could get a property with hardly any money, if any at all, down and really start cash flowing right away. The name of the game, though, is creating passive income, yeah. the creating cash flow that can pay your bills and then ultimately your lifestyle so that you can do the passion work that you want or the work that you feel like God's called you to do. Yeah. Um, I just think that's a great way to start. Okay, great. Thanks for sharing. Now, Joe, you know that we would do a lot of stuff with people and we'd help them make better decisions we'd give them suggestions as as coaches uh we help them find their true selves and at times they would overcome some more quicker than others because that's just the way we are we are different in terms of how we adopt and make changes but um, one of my colleagues once said to me it does not make sense i help someone out of a situation and then they go back in the same environment that has created the challenges for them in the first place. So his advice was, if I'm going to work with you, you're going to make some tough decisions. You're going to have to change the environment because if you go back into the environment, it's going to overwhelm you. And then all the work that we would have done would have been in vain. What do you think about that theory as, as a practical way of dealing with some of your high performers?
Yeah, there's that's a really good question and a really good point that you've made because environment is extremely important, right? Yeah. Like you become who you spend time with. Yeah. And the challenge that most people have is that, you know, depending on the situation is, you know, it's like they can't move, right? Yeah. So I have a I have two thoughts on this is you got to get out of that environment or start spending time with new people who have the same vision, goals, beliefs, values, and principles that you have. That means you could stay in your city, your home, but you start to decide to spend time with different people. Um, if you can move, I think that's great. There is a moment, though, where I believe you need to have that test, right? You could change your environment, but there's a moment you have to go back and test yourself mm. to say, does this does this shift really stick? Is this who I've become? Am I strong enough at this point? And so, and there's obviously some intricacies and, you know, like you're not going to take a former drug addict and put them back in a, you know, uh, you know, yeah. an environment yeah. where people are always doing drugs, yeah. but I'm talking about, can you change your life, change your environment, your performance, become this greater person that you've always been destined to become. And then go back into an old environment and see, do you shrink down to their level or do you hold the standard and watch everyone raise up to your level? That's the test that you need to see to prove to yourself at times that I am who I became. Yeah. And it's not a joke. It's not a fluke. This is true. This is who I am now. Yeah. And I, I, I've done it personally. And I think that's powerful. Wonderful. Thanks for your perspective on that, Joe. Um, in terms of advice, uh, if you had the opportunity, and I, I believe that you do from time to time, young budding entrepreneurs trying to get involved in business, um, the economy is not very encouraging. Other environmental factors um, would, would definitely impact on the decisions that they make. But in terms of the mindset that they are supposed to have, what are some of the things that you would tell them that they absolutely need to do in terms of the way that they think? and maybe a paradigm shift they need to make in the way that they process their thoughts. Question everything. Question everything. You're going to have people tell you so many things. The reality is this. The reality is that. Question it. Why? Why has it got to be that? There's been more... There was more successful people, more wealth created during the Great Depression than most good times. And so great ideas, great businesses are birthed in the strongest and or the most difficult times. So people are going to tell you, you can't do that because, and then you challenge that, question that. The best thing I would do <laughs> if it was me as I was starting out is like, I stopped listening to all the reasons why I couldn't. I saw spending time with people who put limitations and put me in a box. And I started getting around more people who said, you can. I started spending more time with understanding people who told me why I could do this. And really what happens most of the time is they look at the external conditions when in all reality, they should be focused on all the internal conditions yeah. on why they can. I am persistent. I am confident. I am strong. I am creative. And when you live in that environment, anything's possible. At any season, because life, you know, or the economy is cyclical, right? It has ups and downs. It's we go through seasons. If you can focus on the qualities that make you who you are and put them in the marketplace, no matter what season you're in, I think you're going to thrive no matter what. So that's my two cents on that.
Oh, did I lose you? By design. Oh. Um, Master Life by Design. That's a podcast, right? Yeah, we have a YouTube channel. Um, podcast has kind of stopped, but the YouTube channel, yeah. Okay, great. What is the main focus uh, in terms of the content that you put out there and, and who's the, the target audience that you're looking to impact upon with the stuff that you put out? Yeah, that's a great question. So Master Life by Design is about helping high performers create financial freedom uh -huh. through passive income investments and mindset. And the goal really is to help people create financial freedom through passive income so yeah. that they can see that there's more to life than money. Okay. I think so much of my life, and I believe from a lot of people I've worked with, we chase money because we think it's going to get it, give us something, but uh -huh. it's really just a means to an end. Right. And so I want people to see that, go get your financial freedom to see that's not the most important thing. That's the beginning step. Yeah. Now you can go out and do things that you can contribute back to and the impact that you want to create. And I really love working with people who they got things going on. They just feel stuck. They feel trapped. They, they don't know how to be able to gain their freedom. And so we can start walking them down the path. And I'm, I'm actually helping create a mastermind currently that we're going to be launching here in a couple of weeks where we're going to teach people how they can actually go from A to Z and creating a deal, especially, especially commercial deals that have mm -hmm. higher cash flow returns. Mm -hmm. So that they can be able to create financial freedom faster, be able to participate while they learn, and it just creates a win for everyone. So um, it's really about helping people gain their freedom to see that there's more to life than just money. Yeah. On that note, I've got this to share with you. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's all good.